in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Welcome to the Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Mayetta. We're going to talk about the Apple car today. I'll point you to our article published earlier today at techtoday.com about the Apple car. And this was a project that's been in the works for some time. The reason I felt compelled to talk about it is the fact that, well, I guess first and foremost, Apple's been in the news since the phone business has started to slow, since the company took their guidance down some weeks ago. And if you recall, we had we, been negative on the, on the iPhone for a couple of years at Tech Today. For the simple fact that Apple hasn't innovated in a major way. It's been a lot of incremental features, functionality, design elements. And the, the other players in the space have frankly caught up in our selling phones with the same features, functionality, and a much lower price. So you're not really getting much other than the Apple name. And I'm not sure that the Apple name is really, really carries cachet and justifies 20 30 40% premium to some of these other phone models. So if you're an institutional investor, the question is, are there other consumer device products, are there software-based services that can get you excited enough to hold shares, buy more, so on and so forth, all the questions you typically ask. On the software side, yes, without question. And we've talked about it, we've written about Apple Health in particular, healthcare IT being an enormous market. And if Apple decides to be aggressive in its pursuit of capturing healthcare IT-related revenue, then there's for sure something there. You know, they've had news in, in recent weeks on the healthcare IT side uh, with the VA and then with, with, a, with an application purpose built for Aetna, basically an Aetna-specific EMR. And we've advocated in the past and continue to advocate with Apple that they ought to acquire Cerner, which is a current partner of theirs, for the simple reason, I think through an acquisition, you get a much tighter, you get a much tighter product integration, and you can do some things that may be difficult to do through a through a partnership. But then let's talk about the car. Apple, at its core, is a consumer device company. That's just the the, the DNA, and so the culture is, you know, we we need to build something, a tangible thing. We need to sink our teeth into a thing, and therefore the car. Now there are different ways that you can invest in the. The automobile space, if you're Apple, Amazon, Google, one of the big three. All the big three have passive investments in autonomous vehicle technology. All of the three have software capability as it relates to making a software development kit available for uh, vehicle manufacturers to integrate into their, into their infotainment systems. I think Google is doing more there with the new Android Auto. And then as far as uh, an, an active investment, meaning... Uh, building your own automobile, becoming an, an OEM. Google plays there with, with Waymo. Now, granted, Google buys the shell from, from Chrysler, but it's Google's LiDAR plat- Waymo's LiDAR platform that, that powers the autonomous vehicle, the, the Waymo vehicle. And in the case of Apple, we don't know much. There hasn't been a, a ton with respect to progress on the vehicle. Typically, the, the, the news will be Apple's laid some people off in the unit. Apple's hired some people into the unit. We have a new person who's, who's leading the autonomous unit, but there is an autonomous vehicle. And there's a second reason why Apple's hand is, is forced into building a vehicle. It's more than just cultural. It's more than just the fact that it's in Apple's DNA. The second reason is because Apple has essentially lost the battle for in-home devices. And the reason is because Siri is simply so far behind Google and Amazon as it relates to speed and accuracy of the AI-powered voice assist. There's, there's frankly no way to catch up. The algorithms just simply can't catch up. So if you've lost the, the, the battle 
for in-home devices, yet you want to win the home, right? Now, if you're Apple, you've, you've won the phone battle as it relates to the big three. You know, Pixel is sort of a limited release device in terms of the, the units that Google produces versus what Apple produces. It's not a mass-produced device in the same way. But then you've also got the Apple Watch. So in the, the, the personal device category, Apple wins there. In-home devices, Apple loses. And as we've written about at Tech Today, the automobile is an extension of the home. And so it's one thing to, 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 to have your AI-powered voice assist embedded in the infotainment center. And if you're Apple, you lag there. So if you want to capture that portion of a consumer's life, the in-car experience, you better build a car. I'll tell you another thing that building a car does for Apple. It helps bolster Apple's image as a premium brand. Autonomous vehicles are not going to be inexpensive when they're rolled out. And you'll read about this in the article. But the first step is safety, getting vehicle miles traveled under your belt. Waymo's at 10 million plus. Apple's at about 80,000 plus. Okay, less than a factor of 100. Less than 1 one-hundredth of vehicle miles traveled as, as Waymo. So they've got a lot of work to do there. But once you achieve a certain level of safety, you roll out the service the way Waymo has as a, as a taxi service, for example. Over the next three to five years, you'll, you'll start to see fleet operators acquire autonomous vehicles for, for short-term rental and this type of thing. Then you'll see autonomous vehicles in limited release as supercars, basically. Supercars, then luxury cars, then mainstream. That'll sort of be the, the, the trajectory as the, as the price points come down. And so you could foresee a time when a, an Apple supercar, an autonomous vehicle that would sit in the supercar class, a couple hundred grand, maybe a few hundred grand, is released to the market as a premium vehicle, much the way a, a Bentley or an Aston Martin or a McLaren or any, any supercar would be released to the market. And over time, you could follow the Tesla strategy and build different SKUs at lower price points and capture a larger share of the market. And Apple, unlike Tesla, has the, the balance sheet to do that without flirting with death. And we advocated in the past that Apple should acquire Tesla at this valuation. I'm not sure it makes sense. Maybe it makes sense to go back into the market and acquire something like McLaren, which was rumored several years ago, and embed your LiDAR capability into the guts of a McLaren automobile. There are a number of different ways to approach the vehicle itself, but Apple certainly has the strength of balance sheet to, to do so. And that would be the next quote-unquote big thing to get investors excited. You know, Tesla, if you look at Tesla, for example, they've created $52 billion worth of value. And if you think about what could Apple do if you had the the sexy cars like tesla that sold like tesla without all the drama that tesla has what kind of value would that generate for apple particularly if they scaled it and then spun it out so that as an investor you could track the apple car with its own financials its own ticker its own stuff its own tracking stock so for now see you next time <laughs>